This is Yemen News. I'm Alex Williams. Today we have the pleasure of having Amr Kamal with us. He's an independent Yemeni film and theater director, and he returns to the podcast today to share more about his work and love for Yemen. His first feature film, Ten Days Before the Wedding, premiered in Aden during the summer of 2018, becoming the first film to open commercially in Yemen in the last decade. It was screened in Aden for eight months and became Yemen's official submission to the 2018 Oscars. In our last podcast, Amir told us that his goal was to make a movie for the people, not festivals. And he attributed the success of the film in Aden to the plot, which highlighted problems felt by everyone in the city. Um, welcome back to the podcast, Amir Gamal. It's uh, good to have you with us. Thank you. Uh, last time you, Amr, uh, Amr Gamal, uh, told us a little bit about his struggle. Uh, told us about how he chased after his dreams, and uh, you know, to and he's been producing theater and cinema. You know, in 2020, there was a tragedy in Aden. There were some floods, and there were. I understand there was a lot of people that uploaded their short videos, and they added a song to it, which was written by you. Tell me about that and, and how you felt when you heard that. Yeah, it was like, uh, you know, it was like touched my heart very, very deep because, you know, uh, once I decided to write this song and ask my dear friend Salem Fadaq to sing it and, com and, and compose it, uh, I was like pretty sure that this song will be like uh, one of the highlights of the movie 10 days before the wedding. Uh, because it, um, you know, in, uh, it's like an anthem now for for how how uh, we are missing our normal days and how we are missing our uh, uh, beautiful Aden uh, city. Uh, and we refer to Aden as uh, the mother of poor. Uh, and um, that also reflected on people from other uh, governorates because they felt like it's also can be referred to Yemen. Mm. Uh, and it was like uh, I see I have seen people crying uh, when they um, was watching the movie and listening for the song and I was like hearing the song in every uh, mobile phone in the city and then it was like uh, heartbreaking to to see people connecting this song also for all the uh, uh, tragedies happening in Yemen like the floods in Aden uh in two, uh, two, uh, 2020 also uh, it was like uh, breaking my heart seeing the uh, people how they uh, uh, used the song uh, as a background for this uh, bad situations but that's what what's all the song about uh, the song was like about hoping that uh, maybe someday we'll, we'll go back to our beloved Aden which is now missing even if we are inside it. Right. You, there was also a play called uh, uh, Mark Nazil. It's a continuous yes. comedy and, and bitter reality. How, how did you manage to turn, I mean, tell me about it. You turned a tragedy into kind of like a laugh mixed with pain. You know, how did, how did you document, you know, many problems that Yemenis suffer from, from one play? Yeah, Ma'ak Nazel were very successful uh, play. Uh, it we performed it in uh, 2009 and 2010. Uh, and it's an adaptation from the German uh, play. It's an official adaptation from German play called uh, The Line Number One. And um, 
I, I uh, have seen this play, uh, uh, the former uh, uh, manager of German House show it for me and uh, he asked me if I can adapt this play. And uh, I fell in love with, with it immediately because the whole, uh, the whole play was like in the streets, uh, in, in Berlin, in Metro. So uh, in Yemen, it will be in the streets and in bus stations. So I felt like, uh, yeah, this will be something great because you will uh, uh, capture all the uh, tragedies and drama and problems of people. And no one will ask you for coherence because, you know, it's street. Uh, okay. Every problem can happen without uh, making the things linked to uh, in a logical order, uh, and uh, because you know it was like in the era of uh, of uh, the the the, the uh, go uh, government, the uh, the past government, which we, which was like a, a dictatorship for us at least. Um, it was like not easy to uh, to say directly. So comedy was all all the time uh, a great uh, uh, you know uh, a great way to cover your uh, messages to make people love and then go to the homes and think about it. And when you mix the tragedy and drama with the, with the comedy it's became easier to swallow you know when, right. when you just put drama uh, maybe someone will come and stop the play and from the first days when we started to do theater we we realized that people uh, laughing at uh, at our jokes so it was like uh, our way then our or our style is is uh, uh, reflecting the problems with comedy even in the movie there was like a lot of parts which was comedy uh, it's between comedy and drama but that was our style uh, using comedy always make make you uh, express whatever you want to say uh, without making um, uh, anyone who has this uh, you know um, uh, government or armed uh, groups or someone come and and uh, stop the show because they don't get the uh, comedy they are always uh, sad people they don't get comedy people uh, normal people only can get the comedy right yeah and and the theater you showed some of it i understand some of it was shown in europe is that correct yeah yeah maknazel when were the first ever yemeni play to perform in europe because it was a german adapta uh, a yemeni adaptation for a german play and then uh, we go we went after the huge success in Yemen, uh, we uh, were invited from the original uh, theater, uh, the theater that originally pre produced the, the, that play to perform in front of uh, the German audiences. And, and how did you deal with a different cultural audience? How was that taken? Yeah, that's, that's, that was like, like the most important experience i had um, uh, going to 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 perform in berlin and also taking the movie to different countries made me realize that uh, if you do something from your heart uh, people from everywhere will understand what you are uh, talking about also if you have a good um, translation but i was like before i was like thinking that it, it's very local um, subject we subjects we discuss maybe people will not be uh, interested in we used to always to discuss uh, our local problems i thought people from outside yemen will not be interested in 
in such subjects or will not feel related about it. But that was like the most important thing I got uh, from performing in Berlin or from taking the movie uh, around many countries that people uh, understood everything and they felt for us. So uh, people, whenever you go, people uh, can relate to, to your art if you just did it from your heart. Mm. Yeah, I agree. And your last play, On the Edge, what is the meaning of the name? Yeah. And, and how did you perform this work, you know, despite the conditions that were going on at that time? Yeah. Uh, it's uh, called the Ala Hurukruk, and it's uh, this uh, expression is uh, used in in some places in Yemen, in Aden city, in in uh, some Gulf countries, in Egypt also, and it's always referring for the unstable situation. When there is unstable situation, we say Ala Hurukruk on the edge, uh, and it was like. Uh, Yeah, the, 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 the effort we did to perform this play was great. The actors were like very uh, enthusiastic about it. People were, they came to what was like a devastating um, uh, experience. Uh, because uh, last year, like these days exactly before Eid al-Adha, you know, uh, season is always in Eid al-Adha. Not performing today. Uh, please, uh, we will inform you when to come again. And then after they stop fighting, we put on social media uh, um, news that we are coming back and people come back to watch it. And then another fighting happened. So we stopped the shows and then we pe tell people. And wow. it was like going on, on like this. Wow. That's yeah, so it was like, but, but it was like a good relationship with people via, via, social media you know because they was like waiting uh when uh, we are announced for the new uh show uh and they were they, they came for 24 uh, live performance uh but it was like you know it's not uh, you don't feel uh, um, you feel all all the time like you are afraid that am, am i performing today or not Uh, when we'll perform next time, uh, you know, it, it was really devastating. Yeah, I can imagine. It's 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 amazing to see just the you know the your Yemeni team overcoming all the obstacles and and just because they believe in what they're doing, you know. And I think that's great. I mean, I always say, imagine what it's like if Yemen had yeah. stability. What the Yemenis would accomplish? Yeah, because. And, and what's great is not us only, the audiences, they were, they were like ready to wait uh, until the announcement and they come and watch. And then when we announce that there is a problem, so, so don't come today, they don't come. And, and you know, they was like uh, interacting with us and they were great, yeah. Every show, it was like more than 400 people come and watch and it uh, continued for 24 performance. But when you perform in unstable uh, situation, you feel like you are something from inside is collapsing. You know, it's not like performing in ease and yeah. happiness. Well, I have to ask you this other question. I had it from one of my listeners. He said that in the, during the 10 days before the wedding, um, there were, it's a, in a sense, it's a romantic comedy that, that revolves around 
Russia and Mamun, you know, the, the film seems to reveal yeah. another key love story between you, the filmmaker, and the city of Aden. If this is true, can you say more about this? Yeah, I, I love this city more than anything in the world. And many, many of my friends told me, because I'm traveling sometimes for festivals or something, and they say, every Yemenese who has your opportunity will, will stay in that country and uh, 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 the country you travel to and try to not go back to Yemen. Why you are going back again and again? And I say, I cannot imagine myself living in, a, in another place. I love Aden City, and I think this city was like, uh, need someone to give her, uh, to give the city the justice it deserves because it was like overshadowed for years because of the political situations since the 60s and then uh, uh, the 90s and now in 2015 all the time there is something try to overshadow the city because of the uh, because it's a port city and you know every every different parties of Yemen want to control it from from the beginning of the of the time uh, and all the time we are living in in in, uh, in tragedies and war and no one giving this city uh, beauty and and this city history uh, the justice so I am trying to uh, to give this city uh, as much as I can the justice it deserves yeah, I think that's great, Amir Gamal, and it's great that you've seen the world, but you, um, I think that's what Yemenis need. They need, it's great that the Yemenis go out and experience and they get more training, but they're able to come back and, and give back to the city and give back to the Yemeni people. I, you know, I think that's uh, yeah, that, great. That, that, that's, that's, that's an important thing. If we all will leave, who will stay, who will stay and who will give uh, justice for Yemen? We should, everyone from every governorate, from every place, should go back, uh, uh, go to see the world and come back. We need the uh, Yemenis to come and, and rebuild this uh, poor country. I agree. Well, thank you, Amr Gamal, for coming on the show again. Uh, I've learned a lot and, uh, you know, I, I agree. You know, I, I hope to return myself. I was there last year and hopefully i can meet you uh sometime soon yeah i hope you came and uh, if you came in in winter it will be great so we can have a great tour around the, the mountains of Aden city will see something you never experienced in your life thank you Amir Gamal. thank you very much we heard Amir share with us today about the power of comedy and i do think that comedy is a part of the secret of yemeni resilience Yemenis love to laugh, and even in the darkest parts of the war, we've seen Yemenis using comedy to cope with the situation. As Amr said, when you mix tragedy with comedy, it's easier to swallow. Amr also shared with us how as he's taken his work out of the country, he's learned that people everywhere can understand your art if it's from your heart. It's a reminder that in our work, it's often not the technical quality or perfect presentation that moves people but rather the authenticity of presenting something from our hearts that people connect with. Let's also challenge ourselves to connect with our hearts and be authentic in our work in the days to come. What comes through in Amr's work is his deep love for the city of Aden and his commitment to do whatever he can to give Aden the justice she deserves. This is his challenge to the Yemenis living abroad. Go see the world and come back.
We need Yemenis to come back and rebuild this country. If we all leave, who will stay and who will give justice to Yemen? We will leave you with Amr's challenge today as we take off for a summer break for the month of August and as we plan to be back in September with more news and stories from the Yemeni people. Please continue to follow us at YNewsAW on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. That's YNewsAW. It's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast. I'm Alex Williams, and this is Yemen News. Yemen News.